All right. Hey, good morning. It is Thursday, March 14th, 7.31 a.m. This is the WBBF call. That stands for We Build Brighter Futures. Uh, yesterday, we went over a little bit of the mindset of the business and setting appointments. Today, I'm going to get straight into the ATM, which is our Alliance Training Manual, um, and actually how to run the appointments. Um, just a couple key things before you get out. When, like when you're going out in the field, you know, you go out there, you book 20 appointments, you do that over a two-day time frame. The whole reason that we do that is we we don't want to spread our appointments out throughout the week. We want to book 20 appointments, and let's say I dial on Thursday, and I'm running all day Friday, all day Saturday. Um, I want to put the numbers in my favor when I'm out in the field. I just want to go out there, run business, get it all done in two days, and then call it a week, right? I'm not going to be able to see all 20 appointments in two days. There's no possible way. But what's going to happen is I'm going to have some people that when I show up to their house, they're not going to be home. Um, I'm going to have some people that I'm going to have to reschedule, and then I'm going to have some people that I actually sit down with. Um, keep track of your numbers for the, when you're out there running business out of the 20 appointments. Um, when you're done running for the week, touch base with your growing up line and say, all right, out of 20, I had five no-shows, I had three reschedules, and the rest I sat with. And the people I sat with, here's my results. Um, something that will help you when we're in this business is, like, if you go out there and make a sale, Act like it's no big deal and move on to the next. If you go out there and don't make a sale, act like it's no big deal and move on to the next. Um, if somebody no-shows you, just expect that to happen. Don't get too worked up over it. Don't get too sad. Don't get too bothered. Just keep moving on to the next. Say, all right, I just got to go on. I got to do my 20 appointments. Um, if you gone out into the field for the week and you've only set five appointments, six, seven appointments, right? And then you only make one sale and you say to yourself, man, I've had a bad week. Um, or you call your growing up line, up line and saying, I'm having a tough day. Um, you're really not. Uh, you just haven't set enough appointments. Like I've gone out there and I've set my 20 appointments um, I remember driving to Lubbock, Texas one weekend, and, you know, I had 20 appointments set over Friday and Saturday, and my entire Friday were no sales. Um, I, had a, I had a choice to either give up or keep going forward, but I knew that's just part of the process. So I kept going forward, and the next day I wrote $10,000. Um, so just don't worry about the results when you're out there. Just know that you got to go through the motions. And you just have to sh keep showing up. Um, after you've done the 20 appointments, then look back and see what your results are like and see where you can improve. Talk to your growing up line and say, okay, out of 20 appointments, I sat on 10 and I only closed one. What can I do better? Um, that's when you look back and just like Andy says, um, 
just go out there, make a mess, and then review what you've done and see what you can adjust and and move forward with. Um, so don't ever think, oh, I've had a bad week, I've had a bad day, things aren't going my way. Um, that's not the case. You just need to do more appointments, and then you need to look back after you've done your 20 appointments and see what your results are like and see what you can adjust and change on the go. Um, it's like watching tape of your football game. Um, you go play the game, you go watch tape, and then you say, okay, this is how I perform, this is what I need to adjust, so when I get back out on the field the following week, I'll have better results. Um, okay, so when we're going to the house, when I first started here, I thought the product knowledge was going to help set me, a, you know, make the difference for me. I thought knowing that Foresters had great member benefits and that they had, you know, free wills and they had all this other stuff like, um, I can't even think of it right now. But I, I thought the product knowledge when I first started was going to help me in the field, but it really does it. Um, just go out in the field, make a friend, sit down with the family, show up to the house, um, get to know them, find out what they're going through, what they're looking for. Um, but product knowledge is not going to help you going out in the field. Um, use the ATM. The ATM is a <clears throat> really in my mind what the ATM does is it tells the client who we are and what we do. Um, it allows us to get to know the family by using the About Me page. The companies I represent page and the mortgage protection page are in there to provide some education to them to show them that we know what we're talking about. And then you get into the emotion of the meeting. So why is this important? You help them understand what reality is going to be because most people don't think about this stuff. Um, you hit on the emotion. You hit on the pain. You hit on, you know, the importance of this to the family. Um, you tell them what's going to happen next. You collect some information. You call from the home. And then you show them a solution, right? After you show them the solution, they pick something. You fill out an application. You tell them all you can do is get them approved today. Um, and then you keep going through the ATM after you're done with that part of it. And you get referrals using our emergency response system. You talk to them about safe money. And then more importantly, what I'd rather do on every single appointment is I would rather hire my client and bring them into the business than I would going out there and trying to make one life insurance sale. Like if I can go out there and hire a client that will do life with me in this business and then show the client how they can make an extra $500 a pop, show the client how they can build a business, how they can make override income, how they can create some freedom for their life, I'd rather do that. It will take longer. It's a process. Um, but when I'm going out in the field and I'm helping these clients and I'm I'm doing business, my mindset is more, 
can I hire this person into our business? Can we start doing life together? Can we start traveling the world, going on trips together? Um, that's my mindset rather than, okay, I just want to go out and make a life insurance sale. Um, yeah, I do want to make a life insurance sale, um, but I'd rather do both. I'd rather make the sale and then hire the client into the business so I can show them how to make sales, and then they can make hundreds and thousands of sales in the future. Um, so keep that in mind. Um, hiring a client is the best thing you can ever do. They believe in what we do already. Um, and then it helps you build your business, okay? So let me go through the ATM. I'll, it's very important to use this ATM properly because what it's set up to do is it's set up to help keep you on track. Um, it's set up to help guide the appointment along, and it's really set up to help you overcome objections before they actually become valid objections um, that won't allow you to make the sale. So each page of this ATM has certain things to hit on that will allow you to overcome objections by the time you get to the end of the meeting. So if you're getting, um, you know, I want to think about it objection or I want to go shop around objection, um, like if you get, when you go through the ATM, if you get an objection saying I want to shop around for it, I want to look around, or if I get that, that means I didn't do the companies I represent page properly, right? I didn't explain to them that there's no shopping around. Life insurance is the same cost as long as you're in the same product. Um, there is no shopping around. The state of Texas controls the cost of life insurance um, or this kind of insurance. Um, so if you're getting a certain objection on meetings, and I used to get that objection all the time, and then I touched base with Paul, I said, hey, Paul, I'm getting this objection. What should I say? And then he coached me through the fact that I need to hit um, on the companies I represent page better and explain to him that there is no shopping around. And once I started doing that, I don't get that objection anymore at the end of the meeting, right? So I've always been taught that if I can bring up the objection first, like a lot of people think, oh, no, I don't even want to talk about that because that's going to raise a concern and then make the client not even interested. But if I can bring up the objection first and then give them a valid reason of why it's not even a reason to not move forward, then I've won the game. But if I go through this and I wait until they bring it up and then I try to overcome that objection, it doesn't work. So I have to bring it up first. I have to hit it first, and that's what we do through this ATM, okay? So when I go into the house, you always direct yourself to the kitchen table, if there is a kitchen table. Um, you want to take control in the meeting um, in a very respectful way. So I know that I'm controlling and guiding the client throughout the entire meeting, right? So if they're directing me to the couch, then I know they have control. Um, but direct yourself to the kitchen table. Remember, the people who fill out these leads, they want you to come in the house and direct them on how this works, okay? Um, most of the people we sit down are that type of personality where they need direction in their life and they want somebody to show them what to do, right? It's rare that we come across in these homes people who want to have full control. If they want full control, 
then they would have never filled out this lead and asked for help, okay? They would have tried to do this on their own. So the personality type of the people we're seeing, um, just know that they're of the personality type where they need to be directed. Um, so keep that in your in your head when you're going into this house that they want you to direct them. They want you to tell them what to do. Um, also keep in your head that you're the expert going into this, even if this is your very first appointment. Just tell yourself, hey, I got a life insurance license. I know more than these people. Um, or I know what mortgage protection is, and they don't. All right? So don't matter whose house you're going into, um, don't get intimidated by any setting. Don't get intimidating if you're walking into a really nice house, if these people have a high-end job, if they make tons of money. Um, you're the expert in this scenario, right? You know more. You know just a little bit more than they do about what you're talking about, okay? So that makes you the expert. So that should give yourself the confidence to go sit down with anybody and everybody and have a good conversation, right? All right, so when we go in the home, we sit down, I pull out my ATM, I lay it out flat on the table. I don't like to stand mine up, but you can. Um, I use a pen to point with. On top of that, I also like to have a couple of visuals set out on the side. I like to have my Growth Without Risk book. Um, I like to have my Dean Vagnozzi book set there on the side just to catch their attention, and maybe they'll pick it up and start looking at it, and that's another talking point. Um, I have my lead out, and I have my ATM out. That's it. Everything else is clear. I have my bag. with. When you go out in the field, make sure you have your bag. Um, with your computer, your iPad is great, but also have paper applications um, because you don't want to be stuck in the field with thinking you're going to do electronic applications and what if happens if you get into the house and there's no um, electricity. I've been in that scenario. Um, there's no Internet connection. You have a weak signal, and then you can't use your computer. Um, also, another reason you want to have paper applications is sometimes you need to just quickly go through health questions in an application before you actually fill out the application. So the last thing you want to have to do is boot up your computer, access the website, go to the electronic application, type in all this stuff just to get through the point of asking them health questions to determine which plan we're going to go with. Um, so always have paper applications on hand that you can easily and quickly pull out. Okay, so I've sat down, I'm going through the ATM. My first page is the Alliance page. I say, um, a couple other key things to know before I get into this is um, our business is how do you make the people feel when you're sitting down with them, okay? Um, do you make them feel comfortable? Do you make them feel confident with you? Or do you make them feel like you're a salesperson? All right. If you're making them feel like a sales, you're like a salesperson, then we're not doing something right. Um, also, we always say go out and make a friend, um, get to know the family, understand what's going on in their life. Um, but that that doesn't mean like be nice 100% of the time. Sometimes you have to have upfront conversations with them, um, and you have to switch from being the nice guy or the nice girl into having a, 
a, a good conversation with him of, look, you need this in your life. Um, I don't understand what you're talking about. You just told me a little while ago you found this important. I don't get it. Um, Why did you fill out this form? Um, so there's going to be scenarios where, yeah, you're going in as a nice person, the nice guy, the nice girl, um, but then you're going to have to switch to a more, like, um, you're going to have to push a little bit more, right? Being nice is only going to get you a certain amount of sales. Um, the reason G-Shock is so good, and last week he sold 17 applications for the week, is because he's nice a lot of the time, but when they don't want to buy on the first time, they say, let me think about it, then he switches and he gets a little bit more aggressive and he gets a little more bold and he pushes a little bit more. So he changes from the nice person to like, hey, let's, you know, what part of this, um, I don't really understand what you're saying. You just told me a little while ago that you found this important. You just told me that a little bit of coverage is better than no coverage. So just know that don't always be nice. I mean, be nice 100% of the time, but you also have to switch it to um, pushing a little bit more, being a little more aggressive um, to close, to take your closing ratio from 50% to 75 to 80%, right? Because even if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to close 50% of the business. Um, but in order to get you up to the G-Shock, Brant Swindell numbers, you have to push a little bit further. Um, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to forget about you, pull yourself out of the equation, um, pull yourself out of the equation, stop thinking about yourself and think about, I need to protect this family. I don't care that they already have life insurance. I don't care that they say they want to think about it. I've come across scenarios where I've walked out of that house and the next day the person passes away. And then I'm thinking, well, shoot, I didn't do my job, right? So our job when we're going in these homes is to get an application. I don't care if it's a $5 a month application or if it's a $200 a month application. Um, my job is to put some kind of protection on these families and keep pushing until they tell me, um, hey, I need you to leave, All right? And I, I don't think it's, I don't think George has been told he needs to leave houses, right? What happens is he'll push further and overcome objections, and then he'll be told thank, by the family, hey, thanks for uh, not giving up on us, you know, we now see why this is needed and why this is important. Um, so know that you're going to have to stop thinking about yourself. Um, stop thinking, oh, yeah, you know, I, I agree with the family. I understand what they're going through. I felt bad for them. Um, they just couldn't afford it. Like, this, these are all things that I'm thinking about and why I need to stop thinking about myself and just know I need to put protection on this family. Right. It's more important for them to have a life insurance policy than it is to have a, a phone bill or insurance on their phone or a big, uh, big screen TV um, or a cable, right? So keep pushing in the home because that's going to take you from 50% to 80%, okay? Um, all right, so we go through company I represent called The Alliance. Um, 
I always like setting this up page up, say, look, I'm not here to sell you anything. Um, I'm just here to show you the information you asked for, then if it makes sense, I'll show you what the next steps are, okay? You say that, that you'll notice when you say that, their shoulders, shoulders will drop a little bit, they'll relax a little bit. It'll confirm to them that you're not a salesperson. So look, say, hey, um, you guys asked for this information. My simple job is just go through it with you guys. Um, I'm not here to sell you anything. Um, all I'm here to do is talk through this information. And if it makes sense, I'll show you the next steps. If not, hey, we're still friends. Normally they smile a little bit and they relax a little bit. Okay, The company I represent is called The Alliance. We specialize in mortgage protection, final expense, regular life insurance, and retirement protection. Okay. I don't mess with auto or home. I only specialize in these areas. I'm licensed in the state of Texas. Now, has anybody already come out and talked to you about mortgage protection? They're going to say yes or no. Um, what about regular life insurance? Do you have anything outside the job that you own and control? And they're going to say yes or no. That's very important, right? Because right there, I just over, I'm overcoming the, the, the work objection, uh, that work insurance. Oh, yeah, I got this through work, okay? So if I'm hitting this part right here, then I'm overcoming that objection. Um, if they say, um, no, no, yeah, all I got is that work stuff, okay. Well, you know that's not like real life insurance, right? The reason I say that is because you don't own and control it. Um, when you leave the job, you can't take it with you, right? It's good to have while you're on the job, so take advantage of all of it you can get. But just know that you want to have something outside the job, so when you walk away from the job one day, you can have life insurance that goes with you, okay? Um, the part when I asked, has anybody come out and seen you about mortgage protection or has anybody come out and seen you about final expense, burial coverage? I just want to know that so I know what I'm up against. I want to know if they're, they've sat down with three or four people and think that they can shop around for this stuff um, or if this is the first time we're looking at it. Um, go through that page, say any questions. Nope. And I flip to the next page. The About Me page, take your time on this. This is really what's going to help you win the battle. Um, this is what sets us aside from regular insurance people, okay? This page and the Why is an Important page are the two most important pages in the entire ATM, okay? This is where we start hitting on the emotion of, I don't know what this family's going through, right? I don't know if I just walked in and they had an argument before I showed up. Um, I don't know if they've been married for 20 years and they've hated each other for 19 years. Um, or I don't know if they're still in love with each other. But what my job is to do is to get to know this family. I, I should walk out of that household and know everything about this family, everything about their kids, everything about their grandkids, where they're from. Um, so what I do is I say, hey, just like I said when I walked in, my name's Phil Abear. I'm born in San Antonio. I live in Fort Worth. I come out here on the weekends to help about 20 families really until we can find somebody to hire part-time or full-time in the in our business. Um, so if you know anybody looking for work, I'd love to talk to them. I say that on this line so I can start plugging the fact that I need to hire people and I'm looking to hire you. Um, so 
I say that, and then I start asking questions about them. Hey, where are you guys from? Oh, really? Oh, man, that sounds, it must have been nice growing out there, growing up there. What's Lubbock, Texas like? Okay, oh, and you're from Detroit? Man, what's that like? What brought you to Texas? Um, how long have you guys been here? Um, how long have you been married? Wow, 20 years. That's not common these days. Good job making that happen. What's the key to making that happen? Or if they say, I've been married one year. Wow, good job making that happen. That's not common these days. Good job. What's the key to making that happen? And I sit and listen to them. I don't talk too much. I say, how did y'all meet? Oh, wow, really? Um, do you remember your first date? Did he chase you? Did you chase him? And then we have fun with that. Is he is he telling the truth? Did you really chase him? Um, and we laugh about that. I normally say, man, did he just walk in one day, sweep you off your feet, and then 20 years later, it's all over with? Um, we laugh about that, right? So what I'm trying to do on this page is get to know them and either rekindle their flame, you know, bring back the love in the, the relationship, get them to thinking about when they first met, get them to thinking about that they love each other. Um, because remember, this is only bought off of love. Um, so I need to get that love back in the in the air, get that love back in the in the relationship. Um, get them to thinking that they love one each other, one one another. Um, if it's already there, I just want them to get even more lovey-dovey, right? Um, so spend your time on the About Me page. The next page is the companies I represent. This page is very important because it's going to help you overcome the I want to shop around for it. Um, so you want to make sure that you say, hey, we have about 15 companies we represent, all top companies. Um, the reasons we have so many different companies is we do the shopping around for you, right? Um, because you know in the state in the state of Texas, there's no shopping around for this kind of insurance. It's all the same cost. As long as we're in the same plan, it don't matter which company we use. The state of Texas regulates the, the cost of this kind of insurance. So there is no shopping around for it. Um, so you want to make sure you spend time on this page. This is not to point out that the great benefits of each company. It's to point out the fact that they cannot shop around for this stuff. And then we have top-level companies that have been around for hundreds of years, and they have plenty of money to cover your families. Um, don't say one company is better than the other, because I've come across saying pe people say they hate Mutual of Omaha. And if I would have led with this page and say Mutual of Omaha is the very best, they're number one then I would have lost the business. So say we have 15 companies, we do the shopping around for you, doesn't matter which health condition you have, we can get you approved for something. Um, you flip the next page, the mortgage protection page, this is here to educate them. This is also here to emphasize payment protection. Most of our policies we write are payment protection. They're less than what the actual loan amount is. Um, so don't go in the home leading with the fact that we're going to get full coverage for your house and it's going to pay off your house. Say, I don't know if we're going to be able to get the full loan amount. Um, but what most people do is something called payment protection, right? They don't want full coverage and they don't need it. They just want to have something set aside to where later on when something happens, you know, 10, 15 years down the line, your mortgage is either paid down lower and then that amount of money will pay off your house 
Or if you think about it, when you pass away, you just want to have enough money set aside that will help pay the mortgage payment for one, two, three years, right? Because wouldn't you agree that's a pretty significant amount of time? Okay. And also, wouldn't you agree that something is better than nothing? And they always say, oh, yeah, of course. So you setting that up on that page will set you up properly when you get to the quoting section and that you have to show them why it's important to go with, you know, 10000 of coverage rather than the 100000 that they want to pay off their house with, okay? So when you have to go with a lower amount of coverage, like if you're, if you're having trouble finishing up sales um, because the client has health conditions and they don't see value in $10,000 of coverage when they have a $300,000 mortgage, um, get better at showing them value behind what $10,000 can actually do. Okay, but you have to set it up on that page and explain to them payment protection, something is better than nothing, get them to agree that, and then you have to build value in what $10,000 can do. You have to build value that a $10,000 will last you a year of making mortgage payments. Um, that's significant, right? Even if you try to sell the house, like when something happens, your wife's going to be grieving. She ain't going to want to think about anything other than, you know, the fact that she just lost, lost you and tried to get over you. So you have to build value in $10,000. Um, get them to think why that's important why they should go with it. Get them to think about the future. Like, your house ain't going to be $300,000 when you pass away. Your house is more going to be like $50,000. So in that case, ten grand's a lot of money. Uh, that could finish out the loan. That could um, almost pay off the loan, right? Um, your wife's going to have extra expenses when she's dealing with the loss of you, funeral, travel, um, hospital bills, all that kind of stuff. So $10,000 will go a long way, okay? And then um, the next page is the why is it important page. Take time on this. Do not go through this quickly. This is the uncomfortable page. This is where you have to get them thinking right. This is where you slow the meeting down. Get them thinking that the emotion behind it, the yeah, you might not be here tomorrow, husband, or you might not be here tomorrow, wife. Um, and this is uncomfortable for a lot of people, but this is where you have to switch from being nice to having a a real conversation with them. Say, um, hey, let's talk about this. You know, I want to understand y'all's scenario. Let's see if this is even, even important, okay? Um, which one of you guys filled out this form here? You slide the lead over, they look at it, take me back to what you were thinking about when you filled out this form. What you know, who were you looking to protect? Okay, let me ask you a question. Something happens, you get a knock on the door tomorrow, the sheriff shows up and says, Hey, Jim's not coming home. Sue, what does life look like for you? Spend time on this, spend just like we spent time asking questions about me. That was the fun part, that's the easy part. Now this is the tough part, this is the emotional part you have to do this page right in order to move forward. You can't move forward if you fly through this. So you, you deep dive deep into walking through them through the reality of, well, if Jim's not here, am I okay financially? A lot of people think, yeah, I'll be okay. Oh, really? Okay. Well, 
or they'll say, it'll be tough. Well, tell me what tough is. I know what tough is to me, but what's tough to you? Are you going to have to move? Are you going to have to try to sell the house? What does that look like? Will you have to have somebody move in? Who will that person be? Um, what about the kids? If you guys move, how are the kids going to feel? What are they going to be going through? Are they going to change schools? Are they going to enjoy that? Right? Um, get them, ask them questions that will lead them through the reality of what life will be because most people do not think about life after death. A lot of people refuse to even talk about it. I've had people get up from the table and say, I don't want to talk about this. Um, but I can't move forward until I bring them back to the table and we have this conversation, okay? So sometimes I argue that this is even more important than any other page in the in the ATM, okay? So spend your time on it. Walk them through by asking certain questions and then share a story that hits home with you on yeah, like I had a buddy that passed away in his early 30s. They didn't have mortgage protection. His wife and two kids are still struggling trying to get by. Um, you have to do that before you can move forward, okay? And then after that, it's pretty simple. You say, look, what's going to happen next is all I can do is try to get you approved. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'll do my best. Um, but let me ask you a few questions. You go to the financial picture page, and you... Collect all their information before you make the phone call to your grown-up line. Make a phone call every time from the home. Um, G-Shock still does it. They'll call me from the home every meeting. Um, it's part of the process. It's not because he needs to know what to do. He's sold enough applications already. He already knows what to do, but it's part of the process to help the client understand that, okay, it's not just George sitting in front of them, but they have somebody to reach out to. It helps them feel more confident. It also slows down the meeting. Um, but call your grown-up line, let them know ahead of time what your appointments are, and call them with the information ready. Don't call and then they ask you a question and then you say, oh, shoot, I didn't ask that. Let me ask them. I mean, if you're brand new, don't worry about it. Just call. Um, but if you've been doing this six months and you're still having to go back and asking the client questions, then slow down and do this properly. Um, all right, hey, time's up. Got through as much as I could get through. I know we have a busy day. Today's our dial day. Um, go book your 20 appointments. Guys, we're in an opportunity. Never seen it like this before. Andy Albright set us up in a position where we can go out there and conquer the world. Um, let's go out there and have, a fun, have fun. Book your 20 appointments, guys. Go show up to the house. Go, just go through the motions. Enjoy it. Don't worry about if you make sales. Don't worry if you don't make sales. Control your emotions. Just keep moving forward. Um, love you guys. Have a great Thursday. Um, look forward to seeing the big numbers posted this weekend. Give me a call if y'all need help. Um, but love you. Y'all have a good day.